Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Hey, hey. Good evening. How are you? Good, man. How goes it down there? It's good. It's good. It's better. <laughs> better's good. <laughs> better, better, be, better, better's better than not. <laughs> all right. No, it's uh, yeah. it's 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 good. It's all good. Thanks for thanks for the nice. picking up the slack for me earlier today. Oh, well, that, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's why that's why you keep me around, not just for good looks. <laughs> Well, well, I, I don't. I don't know. If either, <laughs> and if it's going, and if we're saying that, it's desperate times. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if either, either of our wives are keeping us around for our good looks. Definitely oh. not. I think my uh, handy skills, I, and I'm good with that. I, I've I've come to to terms with everything, and I'm good. So, as long as I have a roof and food on the plate, I'm, that's all I need. Then fair trade. I'm, I'm still figuring out why we're having. <laughs> It'll come to you. <laughs> well, we're we're closely approaching <laughs> 20 years, so I'm hoping it comes pretty fast. Hopefully, sooner than later. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. Well, it's good. You get your uh, packet pickup and everything for this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It actually was. Uh... It was real, real quick. It was down at their, their new. Well, I guess it's not new anymore. But remember when Jamil did the rooftop marathon? You remember that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, yeah, it's on inspirational it's, uh, video. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's on the top of. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It was on. It, it's. Uh, it was on the top of his building, and um, they got a pretty cool setup. It's. Uh, it's an older, older building, uh, but. It was pretty cool the way they did it. Uh, a lot of storage facility, but we just basically went in, didn't get out of the car, <clears throat> grabbed the packet. Oh, really? Yeah, and pulled up. I was like the third person in line, asked my name, what race I'm doing, and went in and got it and brought it out, and uh, we were good to go. So, Not, Well, yeah, they got, a, they got a pretty sharp system down these days for for the new normal right now for races at least, so. That's not surprising. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's uh, we're we're all set. Actually, uh, you uh, remember Jacob, Jacob and Tammy? We actually bumped into them when we were picking up the turkey for Thanksgiving at that uh, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So he just yeah. <clears throat> so he decided to do it. Uh, he decided to do it the fifty k. Oh for his, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For his first, uh, for his first. Uh, ultra so he texted me last weekend and said hey listen i signed up 
and uh, I'm jumping in. And I'm like, I'm like, cool. You want me oh, to? Oh, nice. You want me to? Want me to run with you? Want me to help you out? He's like, yeah, yeah. You're gonna help me not start off too fast and hopefully get me across that line. So, uh, oh yeah, wow, yeah. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run with him and hopefully be able to oh, nice. get him to the finish. So, um, oh, yeah, it's yeah, it should be. It, I'm looking forward to it. Kind of like that thing I did last year with my buddy Jeff. So it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right on. That'll be that'll be a whole whole different kind of race then. That that's exciting. Yeah, because yeah, you guys were mentioning kicking it around during Thanksgiving, and you're kind of giving him a nudge. But that's that's great. He's going for it. Congrats and good luck with that. Yeah, we. I mean, we were gonna do. We were both sign up ready to do one in May, uh, but then obviously that got shut down. Uh, so and. There, we, we mean neither one of us. I, you know, at that point, out then I was geared in for the for Silver Hills, and this one was the really the the first one that we have our eye on. We didn't have on a Saturday like no soccer or anything. So I think it was I signed up, and uh, I mentioned it to him. So. So yeah, it'll be uh it'll be a good day. It should be a good day. Oh, very nice. Well, you know, I'll be thinking about you guys out there. So, what time is it? Uh, what start time? Uh, we go. It's it's six thirty is the, the first start, but they're having the wave. So he and I go off at six forty-five. Oh, okay, nice, very cool. Well, enjoy the uh, next couple nights. <laughs> or at least this night get a good night's sleep in because Saturday morning's always that rough rough time on race mornings so enjoy this evening yeah that we'll see we'll, we'll see this is definitely I, I was just talking to Rob and that I it really hasn't been on my mind the race uh, I haven't been really thinking about it that much and from a nutrition standpoint that's certainly not dialed in um but as 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 I crack a beer right now, that's certainly not dialed in. Yeah, yeah. Segue segue into the next uh, topic. Yeah. So we. Oh, uh, you're fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm not too concerned about it. Um, we'll 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 have a good day. Um, I I. I so I I showed you the I showed you the Christmas treat I got for myself last weekend. Yeah, I was gonna. I was wondering if any were left over by the, well, end of the week. There, there, there are. I, <laughs> I, I did put a significant. Okay, I put, good. I put a significant dent into it on Sunday, though. Uh, I think. I think I got. I think I got halfway through on Sunday. Uh, let's see. Let me think. Uh, nice. One, two, well, there's a lot of tasty options in there. Yeah, yeah. There, there definitely was. There definitely was. So, for those listening. Um, Robin and I did our Christmas shopper at Target and they had a this variety pack of stone IPA and it was like twelve it was twelve different IPAs, all from up to eight point six percent or whatever it was. All different, all twelve different ones, which I thought was really, really cool. So I just that for myself and uh we were debating on whether we would make it to Christmas. Well, basically, make it till we leave next week. Make it 
to this coming weekend or would it make it through that week, last weekend? So it made it, it made it up to this weekend. So, um, there you go. Made made it to Thursday. It, that's 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 impressive. Yeah. I, well, I I didn't have any I didn't have any beers the last couple nights, the last two nights. So Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I haven't had any. So uh, if I did, those it would probably be down to zero. But I I I I didn't grab one of those. I grabbed another one, thinking maybe you may have grabbed the same one that. Which was that uh, Best Buy January first? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I, I grabbed it because I, had, I grabbed that thinking it would be cool if we both, you know, coincidentally grabbed the same one. Oh, oh, mine are long gone. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> they got they, they 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 made it to the birthday party. <laughs> okay, so that it was that night. It was that night you went through all of them. No. No, 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 no. Cindy bought those actually the weekend prior. The week. Prior. Okay, all right. Um. So I yeah. So but but the last ones I brought I shared at the birthday party. So those those weren't an option for this evening. Okay. So <laughs> so but those that was that was pretty funny because I was gonna send you give you a heads up on that, and um because I had a bonfire I actually the fire band's been lifted. So it's pretty much me out there with a high octane uh, IPA at a bonfire by myself. Cause the family was, it was just too cold or something. Right. But that, uh, yeah, I didn't make that, that six pack last a little longer. <laughs> nice. So what are you drinking tonight? So, but I I'm going way out there for, for my uh, usuals. I'm, picked up a variety pack from a left-hand brewing company mm-hmm. and they're out of uh like long longmont boulder area um and i've always liked their milk stouts and this this variety pack stuck out to me because but it's it's peanut butter milk stout nice um and i yeah it's a it's 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 different so like this wouldn't be one i would like highly seek out but their nitro milk stout is phenomenal. Yeah, I've um, had that before. And I figured I like peanut butter. I I like milk stout. You know what? What? And I like beer. So put them all three together. But yeah, it's it, it would be all right just sipping by like by a a bonfire. One, just one. Is it is it potent? <laughs> uh, it's six percent. Okay. You know, because in that variety pack, there's like a a pilsner and a dunkel and an IPA. The, their IPA is really good. But I was like, well, I'll see what this peanut butter thing's about. But yeah, it was that and the IPA were the, the highest percentage. So I was actually surprised this was up at six. So that was a pleasant surprise. Well, I, I do have the stone enjoy so, by one one twenty one. And that, that was a funny story because that was Friday Friday that was Friday night. So Robin and I we ducked out to grab some takeout. And right next to this takeout place is like a, um, it's like a drive-through beer store. Uh, but we parked before we even got the food. I'm like, I want to go, uh, I want to go grab a couple beers for uh, for the weekend. And that day, I I must have gotten an email from Stone. I think it was an email from Stone, or I saw it on social media that they were advertising this one, one twenty one. So I went into the store and I was looking for it. Cause they had, I mean, I was actually impressed. It was the first time I've ever been in the store. Um, and they had shit that 
I didn't even hear of. I haven't known of. Or, and then they had other oh, stuff. Nice. They had other stuff that, you know, it's really rare. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. But they didn't have the one one twenty one. So uh, I go to the, the guy. I guess he's probably the owner. I'm like, he asked me what I was looking for. And I told him, he's like, oh, you know what? I just got some in in the back. Let me go check. So, of course, he comes around the corner and he pulls out a six-pack of it. I'm like, oh, perfect. And it was just funny. Right that I had it and I'm sending you it. And you of course are drinking it that same freaking day, which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was, I got that picture. I'm like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. That's hilarious. Yeah, we were, <laughs> then that I couldn't figure out. I'm like, is this fatal? Cause that's what threw me off and sidetracked me. Cause uh, I ended up with that because Cindy, every now and then I tell her, just go get me something hoppy, go get me something potent, you know, and I let her kind of do the shopping and she brought back that. She's like, this is like 9.4%, I think. And I was like, oh, that a girl. <laughs> but yeah. it was funny, but the ti- the title threw me off because I was like, Best Buy. I'm like, is is the expiration date really the title? And that like threw me off and I never took a picture to send it over to you. But <laughs> a few days later, you sent me the same beer. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, they do they do these collaborations, not collaborations, but they do these uh, Best Buys every, every so often. They usually do it at the end of the year and I think they usually do it for July 4th. Uh, but I think they throw them out randomly too. But um I think I've had the majority of them that have come out over the last few years. Um, I think they've been doing it for bet, quite some time. I bet you have. They've been doing it for quite some time, but uh, for the last couple of years, I think I've, I, I've at least tried to grab them. And uh, they've all been pretty tasty, really, really tasty. This is, I think, this is the most potent that I've, I've had. You could only have one or two of these bad boys at 9.4, so... Oh yeah, oh yeah, but they're smooth. That's yeah. That's what um they kind of catch you off guard because I, I was surprised how uh yeah it was just a smooth, not super hoppy or anything, but you know it was almost too smooth, especially with that kind of percentage. Like that's the kind that you, you get in trouble before you know it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite easy to drink, and it's not. It doesn't have that that bitter hop taste, so it's it's. I had two the first night. I think I've had one. Me, I did have one Sunday actually, uh, with the with the rest That's of the all pack. You need. Yeah. So, well, I think I started out with that on Sunday afternoon, um, and then proceeded to drink like half of that twelve pack of the other stuff. So, needless to say, needless to say, dinner dinner was a fun experience. So. <laughs> Sunday fun days. Yeah, it definitely. So was Saturday. Saturday. Well, Saturday was a fun fun day too. But. Well, I told you. I think texting Friday night. You said you had trail work. I was like, well, you, you're going to be good with two. You you're not going to want more than that. Yeah, <laughs> that'll make for a rough rough uh, trail trail uh, Saturday morning. Yeah, I had a light Saturday and then got back and Robin and I did our annual Christmas shopping. The two of us, we go out, get, get the stuff. And then we go to her and I go to a, a nice dinner. Um, but uh, this year's the shopping this year was quick because we didn't really get, we're not getting much because of the trip. Um, so the, the festivities started a little bit sooner before dinner 
uh, rather than uh, <laughs> rather than later. So uh, it started with two be- two beers after we got done shopping, uh, and then we went over near to where the dinner we were having <laughs> we were having dinner, and uh, picked up a couple other things. And she wanted to go to the store, so she's like, "Why don't you go?" the restaurant and grab a beer before you sit down. I'm like, okay. One thing led to one thing <laughs> led to another. That's a wonderful idea. <laughs> yeah. Then we had some, some wine and stuff. So hey, sh- shop is shop. Shopping will do that to you. Yeah. It does every year, but we have a good time. Uh, but yeah. So, but yeah, how's, yeah. uh, how are things up there? Do you guys, uh, are you guys uh, dealing with the, what what our hometown is dealing with right now with the gobs of snow? Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, that nothing actually like yeah, Pennsylvania scene. I think it's an average twelve to fifteen inches back there they got overnight. So um, we're I wish it was just that much snow and be done with it. But we had with, with which is his classic fair play weather. We had a couple days, maybe two to three inches each day. So it was nothing big, but then we just had the last two days of just straight wind. Mm. Um, so that, that really kind of jacked things up. It shut the highway down yesterday for a time. It, it pretty much just kept me out last two days, just, you know, doing packs and plowing and getting uh timber here all prepped up for the for what's to come for the next several months. <laughs> so, but she did really well with it. Um, actually, yesterday morning, I was trying to get out of here. And usually plow mornings, I'm up by 4, I'm out the door 4.30. And nobody even knows I, I'm, I'm up at all. And I'm pretty stealth. But now with a, a three-month-old puppy, we're not we're not as stealth as we used to be. <laughs> so right. Um, but she woke up. She woke up at four yesterday morning and wasn't really settling down. So she jumped in the truck with me and got started right away. <laughs> Instead of <laughs> just being able to go back to bed, be quiet, you know, lay down. So, but she's uh, she's been really good in the truck and the backhoe. She's she's able just to pass out, um, no problem. So I'm lucky. I'm, I'm very sure lucky. <laughs> getting up at four a.m. I'm sure she is just sitting around passing out. Yeah. Yeah. She's able to pass out. I actually had to like turn my podcast up yesterday morning in the truck just to hear it over her snoring on, on shotgun. <laughs> so I was like, just rub it in. Why don't you? <laughs> that's, that's great. Oh, I did. I did see that my cousin who lives up in my mom's hometown of Wellsboro, which is upper like North central PA uh, got like yep. yeah. over, over two feet of snow. Really? Yeah, he had a. Wow. You know, he, 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 I think it was on Facebook. He had. Uh, it was earlier in the day, or maybe it was last night, and then again today, he had a yardstick, and at the first time he did it was at like fifteen, sixteen, and then he did it the most recent time. Like I said, it could have been. It could have been earlier today. Uh, it was at like twenty six or twenty seven inches. I'm like, yo, that's nuts. Wow. Holy cow. I didn't know they were getting that much. They were calling, they were hyping it up. I'm glad, I'm glad they got a bunch of snow. So, well, Binghamton, good for them. <laughs> Binghamton, I saw like Binghamton between Binghamton and Albany, that stretch there, 
I think they were talking yeah. 35 to 40 to 45 inches of snow they got. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, wow. Wow. That's, well, I think a lot of people back east will be having a white Christmas then. So, well, yeah. I mean, unless, I mean, unless uh, you get, you know, temp setter, I mean, even with that, you, I mean, like Philly got like eight, I think Scranton, Wilkes-Barre up in Clark Summit, they probably got a foot, maybe 10 to, 10 to 12 inches. You know, if temps, if temps stay, stay yeah. chilly, you know, that's not going to melt off and yeah. even get more. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So good, good for them. I'm glad everybody's, it looks like from what I've been seeing just on social media, everybody's having a blast with it. So good for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, You guys will not be having a white Christmas. It's pretty much safe to say. <laughs> no. No, 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 no matter where we <laughs> just, where just be, just being in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, we and that we won't have one here in Phoenix, and we won't have one when we're we're out, of, you know, on on our trip. So, um, yeah. And, but you never you never know. It's twenty twenty. Who knows? <laughs> anything anything's possible. Right. Yeah, we, we, Colorado could have a heat wave. We will be in flip flops and shorts. Who knows? <laughs> I, I don't Which know. If would not be a bad be. thing. <laughs> i don't know maybe i don't I know will if... be. i don't <laughs> right. i don't know if uh if the temperatures will be but i think i might i might do that <laughs> yeah well you know drinking some uh drinking some 9.4 percenters out by the fire <laughs> you could certainly wear it. it it could heat up it could definitely heat up <laughs> so we'll see we'll see what the day brings us i guess <laughs> Yeah, well, well it's, okay, it's that's about same. a podcast with uh, beers and beers and uh, weather. <laughs> yeah, beer, beers and weather. That's a good. That's a good twenty minutes. So, do you you wanna you wanna kick this off as far as uh, how how this one kind of got uh, kind of got birthed, if you will? Yeah, we're going into a little different format style here. Um, I guess this would be considered a and A Q&A session on on Ultra Dads. Um. But where it came from, I did not come up with it on my own. I can't take credit for that. Such such a thought. Well, to to a degree, um, but to a you degree, sent me to, to a degree. You did. You came. You. I mean, you came. You did come up with the idea. We're just stealing the content from somebody. Far getting getting the idea from somebody else. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, it's not. It's, it's not like this is like the first ever podcast with a. A question and answer for for those that weren't sure about a Q and A. Um, now you sent over one of Brene Brown's uh, most recent podcasts. Uh, her show is Unlocking Us, and this one was this one was really good. I listened to it twice actually, which is very rare for me. Um, but she interviewed Tim Ferriss and Dax uh, Shepard, which I mean, if you're listening to podcasts, you probably know Tim Ferriss. Um, bunch of books and everything. Dax Shepard has his own podcast as well. Um, I think it's an armchair expert or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but that uh, those three were, it was a really, really good show. Um, and what sent them out both the same questions rather than asking one another um, because it was, uh, what was it? The halo effect is... Um, what can be created when you have some of uh, the first person kind of sets the tone 
and answering the questions and that can shape or totally change um, the people kind of b below them or after them for answering. So I thought that was kind of a, an interesting approach. Um, but yeah, yeah, you wanna just get into to the first question here? I'll, uh, I'll ask you, Mike. Um, so bumper, bumper stickers or short phrases um, that's true and its potential is usually misunderstood. So pretty much like what's a cool bumper sticker? <laughs> Yeah, so this was, this was, uh, well, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thinking about the, I think it was Tim Ferriss's answer, and I'll get into my answer in a second, but I think I was, I was dying laughing, and I think it was Tim Ferriss's answer first, um, and it had something to do around uh, in, inconveniencing me, right? Where, oh, yeah, stop inconveniencing me. <laughs> yeah, so you're having because I just because I I get this way, right? So you're having that day, right, where you know you're you're getting hit with a you know a bag of dicks, right? Yeah, you know? and <laughs> yeah. you know the the guys at the the guy you're at you're sitting at the you're sitting at a green light waiting to turn left, and this person's not turning left, and you're just sitting there shaking your head. Why is the son of a bitch inconveniencing me? Or you're standing, you're standing <laughs> yeah. at the grocery store, and why is this world inconveniencing? I just started dying <laughs> laughing because I get that. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, I'm not that. That's not it. But I, I love that story. I thought that was hilarious. So, mine came down. I, I mine came down to a couple that I wanted to share. But the the first thing that comes to my mind is LFRF, left foot, right foot. Um, yeah, nice. nice. It's, it's one you and I d talk about all the time, whether it's either whether it's in a race or whether it's life, and we're we're having that day where um, it's just it's just you know, and I think the thing the things that we do well, I think the messages that we we, we portray to our families and and folks around us that that we we. Are, are doing life with is just just continue just continue to show up right uh continue to be there every day and continue to keep moving forward uh, and that's what left foot right foot is all about uh because i think if if we just continue to show up and keep moving yeah deal with adversity you're going to deal with shit but you're going to push through it eventually as long as you keep moving i think my my answer is a foot, right foot. I like it. I like it. Yeah. When I, thinking about it, you know, just maybe if you've read through our text threads, it's, you know, some, one of us having an issue, have, having a bad day. And it's almost like w there's no sympathy or empathy on the other side, you know, whoever's getting the text, you know, it just, all right, well, keep moving forward. You know, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, that sucks, but keep moving forward. And it's like, yeah yeah all right you know there's no like oh poor poor me moments it's yep that sucks well forward keep on moving right yeah forward. i mean so, i think uh, i think that's, it, that's awesome i think inside we feel the and sympathy uh we we I, this is my take on it and you could correct me if i'm wrong but i think we both believe that's not what we're looking for we're not looking for the yeah, yeah, it's the, the the hey, all right, it's gonna be okay. It's just hey, dude, you got this. Just keep pushing forward. You got it. 
Yep, I'll, I'll agree. It sucks. Now, now go. And I guess that mm-hmm. that rolls over, you know, dealing with my kids too. I'm sure you're the same way. Of, you know, they're coming with problems and everything, and rather than, you know, agreeing with them and everything, it's like, well, that's that's unfortunate, but you know, what where's our way out? You know, how, yep. how are we going to keep moving forward? You know, and start start problem solving there. So, and they could be like, ah, oh, dad's a dick. He didn't even care, but you know, then just move, <laughs> move, move out and away from that problem. <laughs> so I like it. I like it. I had, well, just, we'll just go back to that uh, podcast. But the, the, another one on that um, was uh, don't believe everything you think. And that one, mm. that one got, got me pretty good. I, that put a big smile on my face. Uh, so that was, that had, that had a lot behind it as well. I like that. Um, but what I originally wrote down was, um, relax, nothing is under control. <laughs> so I, uh, ha- you, you think about that one for a while, but, um, I almost kind of want to put that bumper sticker on, on our front door here as you come into this, this scene in this household. Um, you know, nothing's under control in here and there's really nothing you can do about it at times. So you might as well just sit back and relax and just ride the whole thing out. So mm. that, I think that is, uh, that mentality has got me through a lot. Um, mainly since the girls have been born, I gotta say. <laughs> so, cause if you get all wound up just with the women around you, then that, uh, that, that doesn't make anything better. Um, but if you can kick back, take a deep breath, do a little breathing and, and just ride things out from time to time. I, I like that approach. Yeah. That's funny so you that say was, that uh, because, because that separate in the, in the podcast. And I don't know if you listened to the Tim Ferriss Dax one today, cause I listened to that one and he kind of alluded to it in the Brene Brown. And then he, he definitely uh, kind of dug into it. He, you know, I'm a control freak. I hate it when I'm not in control, you know, and he talks about his, you know, his, uh, his alcoholism and his drug addiction when he was, when he was, when, when, but about, cause he knew how to control that, right. He, after half an hour, whether he's, whether he's having a drink or, or he's doing, doing cocaine was his, his flavor of choice. Um, he knows within a half yeah. an hour, an hour, he's going to be in control. He's no, he knows exactly how he's going to feel. And, I I have I have that that trait in me too, with the the whole control trait where, or at least I've gotten better dealing with it where. I couldn't relax because I was out of control, you know, and I love that saying yeah. where you're talking about dude relax you know whether it's walking into the house you know with 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 the twins and everything and the chaos, to our house with but life in general, I mean, especially with the circumstances we're under, it's chaotic. Uh, and I think in a sense it needs to be. Uh, but as long as we're kind of taking that deep breath and not letting the chaos overwhelm us one, and then not having the chaos control us in another way, shape or form, I think that's important. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm no saint here. You know, it's, it's not like I'm just sitting in Lotus in the corner while yep. you know, <laughs> everything's hit. I'm, I'm in the mix. I'm there, but it's just, it's, 
it takes those extra special times to create that awareness and ra- rather than be you know neck deep in the in the thick of things being able to like just take that one step back you know get that get that control breath and you know reevaluate the situation so yeah and like you said i think like now more than ever if if people could just take one step back, we're always about the forward movement. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes taking just one, maybe two steps back is, uh, is not a bad thing. So I give you permission to do that. <laughs> yeah, man. But, Definitely. Um, cool. Well, they, uh, yeah. Um, this one I really liked cause going through it in my mind, cause you know, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people do this too, but listening to just shows and podcasts, you know, the, the host asks a question, the guest answers and everything, but you're always thinking about, well, how would I answer that? Mm, you know, or mm-hmm. that uh, what would my comment be? Or like, what would my two cents be on that? And you, you know, you start processing that at least that's, you know, when you're plowing for 12 hours, it's, it's, helps time go by a little bit um, you think you think of, this, you think of a couple question things. when you're plowing for 12 you think of, you think of a couple things couple couple two tree things right. maybe <laughs> but, um this one yeah this one my list kept on going but um i'll ask you mike here uh what's a regular practice or habit that's hard to to do but totally worth it and you you could probably come up with a handful as well. Yeah, there there was there was a bunch actually, uh, but the one that really tugged at me was the process of continuous improvement. Okay, and and what I mean by that is, I think we're you know I, I shouldn't say I think. We're on the same page, you and I. We we consistently and constantly want to be better, right? And it's not a competition with each other. It's it's that competition with ourselves five years down the road. It's that competition or that drive to be a better version of ourselves for our, our our wife and our kids, as well as for you and I each other. Just just as human beings, just being better. And it's I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. It's hard goddamn work getting up every morning. And going through the process each day to be better, you know, and, and in my mind, the things that I do each day, because this is these habits that I've, I've, I've had and I've shared with you, I've shared on these podcasts that I do essentially every morning, meditation, breathing, prayer, uh, journal, gratitude, reading, you know, all these all these things that I'm doing each day go into um go into that practice of trying to become a better human being each day. And it, it's really hard to stay consistent with it, right? Uh, it's, it's really easy to not do it uh, some days. But as I'm saying that, I'm coming back to that and saying it is actually kind of hard not to do it some days where you, you grow into this habit of it's second nature, you know, when I, when I wake up, I know the first thing that I'm doing is meditating and prayer. But with all that said, how freaking worth it is that? You know, because I'm not looking, I'm not looking at myself and comparing it to a week ago. But if, but, and Robin and I have had this conversation with the journey 
from where I was 10 years ago to where I am now as a human being, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pretty okay with who I've become. So that, that habit or that, I like the, I like the word practice with regards to this, the practice of me working to continuously improve myself as hard as that may be. It is so freaking worth it. And the benefits go beyond me. So that's, that would be my answer to that. Damn, that's good. That's, that's really good. I'm, I'm adding that to my list now too, but absolutely. Um, very, very cool. Um, <laughs> mine are kind of pretty shallow. Uh, <laughs> that's not is, true. Good. The, 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 the halo effect, the halo effect is, is working because, yep. um, you know, it's this, my, my answers are written down. You are not going to shape or change them, <laughs> but <laughs> you kind of have, um, <laughs> Um, one of mine and I've kind of, this caused me to like look way, way back, um, as well, but it's, uh, it's firewood and out here it's, I consider that regular enough, mm. um, because it's almost a, a process. It's a process that goes throughout the year, um, from, uh, summer, fall time, you know, cause I, usually majority of our firewood that we bring in is I see it from, you know, a vertical tree and then the whole harvesting process through. And I really enjoy that process. Um, not just physically, um, because after a, a full day of just running chainsaws or moving logs or splitting wood, you feel different. Your body feels different. Now, these days, it's just a little bit more sore by the end of the day, but it feels good. Um, and also just what it does for me mentally is, you know, I enjoy splitting wood. Like I could do that pretty much all day long. If, 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 I, if I had my way, I'd split wood all morning for sure. That's what I did one of my birthdays, just because just something about going back there, usually it's a, the setting back here and the whole process, but I've been doing this since childhood and we've kind of evolved through, my dad kind of moved us through the different um, tools for splitting wood. And we've just always had that as a, it would be considered almost a ritual, you know, going out and bringing in firewood. But as the years have gone, I've always wanted just a, a, a wood burner or a fireplace just so I could still have that practice and take that practice with me, whatever house we've been living in. So that uh, it's definitely not easy, but, and it, it, you know, the main reason for firewood, I guess, to it, it heats the house. Um, so it's providing, you know, heat for the family. That's, that's just the icing on the cake. And now just with firewood, um, it's also a practice the kids are doing because every Sunday now they have to bring it up from the ground level up to our second story next to the wood burner. Um, so that's something that they have to take responsibility for, you know, cause I told them I, I cut it, I split it. You just have to move it. Um, but you know, and, and for them, it's not something fun, but they all get together. They rally. Sometimes it's, it's an ugly process, but it's still something that they don't want to do, but they have to. So that, uh, that that's that's the my big one and of course just saunas and uh cold water tubs that's that's a, always a, a fun thing i like to uh 
include in my my weekly routines here so but that that all can speak for itself <laughs> yeah the cold water the cold water plunges absolutely suck uh they suck uh i can't stress it yeah, enough but- they suck but <laughs> but i'll tell you and i'm, I'm when you're super- done yeah, I'll circle back. I want to circle back to the firewood thing in a second, but the the cold water—that's what something you 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 motivated me to. And it's funny because just yesterday it was probably the high was maybe sixty yesterday, and it was later in the afternoon, like four o'clock, and I was going out for a run, and Robin was outside. She's like, "You're you're going out, and aren't you going to be cold? I just had a short tea, a shirt short." She's like, "Aren't you going to be cold?" I'm like. I said no. It's it's actually warm out. I'm, it's it's kind of hot actually. It's beautiful. It's like okay. And as I was running, I'm thinking, wow, I've come a long way from the cold plunge up at your place where I had to take like a steaming <laughs> yeah. hot shower afterwards. And actually, after that run yesterday, I got home and I took a cold shower. So, but good. But I want to serve. Sur- boy. You, I'm- Good. Proud of you. I thank you. Well, you you were my inspiration for that, for uh, among every among, among a lot of other things. But I wanted to dig into that firewood because you said something interesting, or what what I took from it is basically you take it from tree to burn, right? From a, an actual tree yeah. where you're you're chopping down, and then you're carving yep. up, then you're splitting, then you're carrying, and then you're burning. So there's that process, which is really cool. And I want to, I'll go somewhere with that in a second, but, you know, you kind of alluded to the fact initially that what, you know, yours was kind of self-serving the answer to your question. But if you think about it, it's really very, very similar because it is continuous improvement. There's a portion of meditation in there that you hit on. There's a, there's a portion of oh, in, sure. in bettering yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. And now there's the value and benefit that you're not only given to your kids by getting them involved in the process, but you're also benefited the family by using it as fuel to burn. So I, I think you're selling yourself a little bit short on that bribe because I think there's a very, very, there's some metaphors tied into that, but with the, with respect to tree to burn from, from full, you know, full fledged tree to burn, I never really thought of it that way. And I, I mean, I, I, it's nowhere near, I mean, I may have chopped down a couple trees that ended up, we ended up burning, but have you, have you talked, I'm, I'm interested to know if you had any conversations with the kids with kind of a story there or a process there from taking, taking this tree and the process and then eventually create fuel for us. You know, I haven't, I haven't really broke it down like that. Um, but the the kids have all seen me. They've been a, a part of pretty much every single um, phase of, you know, your, your harvesting process. So the girls and Tanner have seen it. They've been in the trucks, you know, they've moved the logs either on the truck or off the truck at home and everything. So they've seen it mainly with this process. I've just been, Lately, Cindy and I have both been just harping on, you know, putting in work. This is what the family does. You know, dad did all this stuff up to this process. Now this is where we step in to take care of it as well. And just kind of everybody working together Um, because it's not for whatever reason, it just turns into a soup sandwich, you know, for three kids to 
put firewood on a sled, drag it over to the stairs and bring it up. Oh, it's, it's sometimes it's a half day process, but I'm not stepping in and just pushing them aside and just doing it myself. You know, we're, we're staying pretty true on this one and making them figure things out, but so much patience, so much patience. (laughs) There's a lot of patience. So, but I'm usually splitting in the back and I'll load the the (laughs) sled up as they're going back and forth. So I, I'm in my happy place and I just listen to it, you know, the bickering up and down the stairs. So <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ, uh, just give me it, give me the freaking wood. I'll take it. Give me it. Yeah. Exactly. No, I took it up two stairs. You gotta take it up two stairs too. It's just like holy cow. But you know, something like this, I've I've done it since I was their age, if not younger. I'd have to just ask my folks like when we actually started. Um but it had been kindergarten for sure. But this is something that I want to carry with me. Like I said, like every house I want to have some something to burn just because of this process, you know, until until I can't move my body anymore, I want to mm-hmm. be doing firewood in some That's way, awesome. shape or form. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. And if my kids can pick it up, you know, even better. You know, if that's something I hand pass down as as some sort of, tradition or whatnot you know then I'll be, I'll be pretty happy with that that's awesome man so nice i like those that i like that i like that question yeah me too um, what do you what do you uh what do you think for time here do you want to just keep keep going through a couple more yeah yeah i think i think we could, we'll, we could we'll see we'll see where we let's do the next one and then okay then, okay then we'll, we'll go i think we could i think we could do all four I got, I got time. I got. Time. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. All right. Which is for those, it's uh just quarter to nine. So we're doing a little bit later than usual version here. So that's only, I was just being uh, aware of the time here on, on your end for your weekend. So no, I'm not going to turn into right a pumpkin on, yet. Let's go. <laughs> Keep sipping on those, uh, those uh, stones and see what happens. Yeah. I just finished one. So I'll, um, I'll, 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 I'll text my producer to have, uh, have one of them bring them, bring, I'll text the producer, have one of them bring, bring one in. Yeah. Back up, back up. So the next, uh, next question here, we'll just jump into, um, is the sliding door moment, um, which that refers to, I haven't seen this movie. I understand, I kind of understand what is going on, but the sliding door is a, a, a Gwyneth Paltrow movie. And it's pretty much, you know, those, those moments where, you know, you take a left instead of a right. How does that shape, you know, the, the events that come later in life? Um, you know, if, if you, if you took a left instead of a right, you know, this happened instead of, you know, X, Y, and Z. So everybody's got them. Um, I think you can, you can break these moments down to almost like a day by day thing, but with uh, with this one, I thought we'd just go a little little bit bigger, um, bigger picture, I guess, on on some bigger moments in life where you felt that sliding door moment was pretty key. Yeah, you go for that one. Yeah, this is this was an interesting one for me because I I I I have a specific I have a specific answer, but then there's. That's there's so many moments that led up to that specific answer that I'm going to share, right? Because, you know, if if um, 
you know, if I didn't, if I didn't go to Philadelphia after graduating from high school, would all these things have lined up? Would I had this job opportunity? Would I had this? Would I had that? So on and so forth. You know what I mean? Uh, but, and I'll, when I tell you this, you'll get it because for me, the thing that came to my mind was my first move to Arizona. You know, I, I was offered, uh, offered a promotion for the job I had. And it was, there was two of us that were offered the, offered two promotions. One of the promotions was to stay in Philadelphia. The other one was to move to Arizona. And at that point, you know, I single, you know, I, I was young. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's figure it out. Um, so I, you know, moved out to, to Arizona. And what I meant by kicking the answer off here is that, you know, how many things led up to that point, you know, all the schooling that I went through or the decision to go to Drexel, the decision to, to take this specific job, um, you know, all that kind of plays into it. But me taking the left, if you will, to go and move out to Arizona, you know, leave my family, leave the state that I was in all my life to go on this new journey. And what came out of that? Well, I met Robin and I mean, I, I, I don't, between you and me, you know, I don't have to go any further than that. I met Robin and yeah, that led to, that led, led to the girls, right? That led to where that led to me and you talking on the phone at 8.51 PM on 12.17. Right. <laughs> and, and yeah. that, I mean, I, I, I mean, if I took a right and if I stayed in Philadelphia, obviously I don't believe and maybe people out there, Hey, if it was meant to be, you would have ran into Robin at somewhere shape and form down the road. But I don't, I don't believe that. I believe that I'm here because of the decisions I made. That, that, that's my sliding glass door moment, I believe, for my life. Because in all honesty, the, my belief is, is that if I, if I took the right and I didn't come out here, I don't know if I've ever – we would not be on a podcast because I, I don't believe I ever would have gone through this transformation that I've gone. Who knows if I even would have been here. I mean, that's, so, that's, that's my big sliding glass door moment. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's, uh, that's huge. And – you know, taking taking those kind of choices is a big deal because obviously staying in Philly at that time, that was your comfort zone. And instead, you know, enough and I don't know, there's still a lot to factor in, but it's taking that, that step out of the, the comfort zone and really, you know, going going out west. And, you know, that's as far out of your comfort zone, you know, when you can – compare where Philly is to, to Phoenix, you know, that's, that's huge jumps there, but at the same time, look what it brought you, Yeah, you know, just by doing that, taking, taking one big unknown leap, you know, that's, that's where the magic happens. So that's, that's a, that I would say that's a good sliding door moment there, Mike. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mine is pretty similar to that too. That's one of my, that's one of my like, four or five good decisions I've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> when you, when you can count them on one hand. 
Right. right. I was, I'll drink to that. I, I'll drink I'm, to that. I'm not an overachiever, man. No. Keep it low. That's right. <laughs> under the radar. Yeah, under the radar. Right. So what yeah. what what mine is your is, style? Mine was gla- pretty much oh, I think we got a delay here. Mine is similar. Um probably just a little bit earlier. Um you know, age-wise, I guess. Mine was coming up, finishing up uh, my four years at Penn State. So it's probably springtime of senior year there in Happy Valley. And in order to finish my uh, my major, I needed a 12-credit practicum. And <laughs> when, you're, when your major is recreational management, um, you can really have a lot of fun with, with this uh, – part of the, the, the degree. So I, I kind of went for it in terms of just sending out applications for uh, programs. So I went, I did a, up in Vermont, I got an offer to go up there for the conservation Corps to be a, a crew leader for the summer. And that would have taken care of my credits. Um, but I also put uh, my name in for the Breckenridge Outdoor Education Center and Yosemite National Park. They both have intern programs as well. So I just threw them all out there thinking, you know, if I got one of those to stick, I'd be lucky. Well, it came back down to all three of them. I had options at each, each one of those places. And that, that in itself was a, a huge moment for me, I think, just because I just kind of went through the motions with college and to be offered these three choices at that time, was, it was a pretty big deal for me. So I narrowed it down to the, to Breckenridge or Yosemite, but looking into to the BOEC, I, I realized that they had a winter program as well. And I was applying for their summer program and, um, I figured, well, I'm going to decline BOEC, go to Yosemite, and then I'll reapply for Breckenridge, and I'll knock the winter out and be in Breck for the winter. So that's that's the step I took. I, I did it in that process. So that in myself, in itself, was, was my sliding door moment. Um, but at that same time, I thought my plan wasn't going to work because um, – the the BOEC Robin our, our good friend Robin Sutherland was the intern coordinator and I called her to step down from from that offer she gave me to be an intern and she she was in the middle of something in the office so she pretty much answered the phone I said hey it's Brian you know listen this is what I'm going to do but I'm going to get back with you in the fall and look for the winter and she goes yeah okay that sounds great yep yeah, okay bye and she just hung up the phone I was like, oh, oh no. Like I pissed her off. Like this is not the right thing to do. So I was like, well, you know, this is, this is a choice I made. I just, I just got to live with it. So I accepted Yosemite's right after that phone call. And then here, maybe like two hours later, Robin calls me back, which I was surprised with. I was like, oh my gosh, like she's really going to like lay into me or something. She's like, Hey, listen, Super busy here. That was a bad time. But yeah, definitely get with me in the fall. We'll put an application in. And that's actually how it, it all worked. I spent the summer in Yosemite. Um, 
just mind blowing um, summer there coming, you know, a little boy from Pennsylvania out in that park for a whole, whole summer and um, did get hired on then to BOEC and from, from Breckenridge, you know, like you were in Phoenix, the rest is history from there. That's where um, Cindy was working. I hung out with um, that whole kind of crew of people to this day. They're still, um, some of my, my best friends, you know, met Cindy, started hanging out, quotation marks. <laughs> and then, you know, things got a little more serious, serious from there. And um, yeah, so that was, that was probably um, very similar sliding, sliding door moment. Because yeah, without doing that, taking that order, who knows if I came out the Breck too early, then I may have not lasted into the winter season out here. And actually, when I finished up my internship program, um, Pete Fifefield, which we both know, um, he was leaving his operations position to go sailing a year. So that allowed me to stay in Breckenridge because once that internship program ended, I rolled right into operations to fill Pete's job. So that kept me here longer than even I planned on. So, um, yeah. 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 And like you said, like you could, you could knock it down to this happen and which led to this. And, you know, so it's, uh, it's kind of fun every now and then I'd encourage people just to, you know, come up with their own sliding door moments, you know, and just good time to reflect and kind of rewind things and, and realize where you're at, why you're at that point at that time. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's, I do that often. I think that has a semblance of gratitude in it. Um, well, I mean, I guess if you're enjoying, and mm-hmm. if you're enjoying where you're at at this present moment, you know, if you're not, it's a different, <laughs> sto- it's a different story. But you know, just sitting there, and, and there's been so many times, Brad, that I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, "Holy shit!" You know, if I didn't decide to do that, I wouldn't be here. If I, if I. took a right instead of a left i wouldn't be here and it's 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 really it's really cool to think think back on like you said reflect on and and be like holy crap because i i i think and this could lead into our next topic right i just think that it's just if if, from, from my perspective where i am at and I guess we could just kind of lead into that. We don't even have to throw it out there. The, I'll, I'll just steal yeah. it for you, for you. But the next topic, the next question was around regrets. And if you had any regrets, and if so, what were some of those regrets? When I sit here and reflect on some of those decisions, right? Now, knowing what I know now, right, in those moments, where those, those, those sliding door moments happen, knowing what I know now, would I have made the same decision? Probably not. I, I mean, obviously I don't know, but to sit back here, to sit here and look back and regret any, and any of those decisions I've made, no way in hell do I regret it. Have I made tons of bad decisions? Absolutely. Have I hurt people? Uh, have I disappointed people? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we could talk about some of the ways I have come through managing through that in a moment, but there's no way in hell when I sit here and, and, and think about that journey, do I, am I like, man, 
Shouldn't have, shouldn't have made that left there. I shouldn't have made that right. There's no, there's not a point in my mind where I think that. Yeah. Well, it's almost in, in certain situations. Um, of course, you could almost you could almost cancel that regret yeah, out with absolutely. gratitude. You know, it's like ah, oh, I should have done this. But it's like when you look at it from the other side, it's like well. Yeah, I, I'm feeling regret on that. But if I didn't do that, then X, Y, and Z wouldn't happen. So it's almost like you can you can take away that regret and fill it with gratitude. Yeah, as you're talking about that, I was thinking about like people I've hurt in the past, right? Uh, because it either made or whether I just you know didn't care because I was a selfish asshole. Um, uh, if I, uh, right. I, 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 I guess I, re- I, I do regret hurting people. Right. And see, I'm struggling to say that though. I'm struggling to say that I, I might be sounding like an asshole right now, but he- hear me out because there's two situations in that, right? And yeah, I was an asshole to a pro- and I'm just thinking about probably not probably I, I, I obviously probably hurt women than I've hurt hurt more women than I've hurt more wet men because you know I treated women like asshole or uh, treated women like shit some some women like shit but in any event <laughs> uh, you know a lot of my history too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I know I've hurt people and I, I kind of, I kind of, I feel bad about that. But from the regret, from the regret perspective, turning into that into gratitude, which is, I guess this is a way, wrong way of thinking it, or maybe it's not. I learn and grew from those moments as well as, as my because I kind of know where some of these people are at. They've learned and grew and moved through these moments too, right? And as, as we were thinking about these topics, I did want to touch on this because there's a lesson I learned in here. And I think I am the person I am and I have the relationship with what I have because of these failures that I have. And that's what these were. These were failures. And I don't regret failing in these moments. I do... Uh, I I do reflect on these moments and use them as motivation not not act like an asshole. But one of the main things I've done to move past these is is really ask for forgiveness. Um, and I want I want people to hear this because this is a this is a thing that I've done and I've I've learned this from from a few other people. Because in, in, in most of these situations, I haven't been able to talk to these people and ask for forgiveness personally for hurting them. So what I've done is I've, wrote, I've written letters. I've written letters to these people and wrote that I'm sorry, asked for forgiveness, the reasons why I was asking for forgiveness, and I read it, and then I burned it. And the moment you burn it, you let it go and you move forward. And that's kind of the way I kind of, I, I've dealt with the whole topic of regret. 
And the other concept is that gratitude portion, where is, you know, yeah, I, I screwed up a lot, man. I made a ton of mistakes and most of the shit that I've, I, uh, most of the mistakes I've made were complete failures and fuck ups, but they were, but all that shit led me to where I am today. Led me to sitting on this podcast with you. Led me to being who with who I'm with right now, having these two beautiful girls living the life that I'm living. And hopefully I'm hoping that we are impacting people with this. And dude, I can't sit here and say that I regret one thing I've ever. That's not, and that, that's exactly where I think you need to be right now, you know, and it's, yeah, it's nobody's perfect in this world. And I, I don't let my people say that because it just, I don't know, strikes a nerve. Um, but it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. Um, but it, I think it comes down to whether, you know, if, if you're screwing up, are you able to have a lesson from that and be able to, rather than not even be aware of, you know, certain things even happening. Like, you, you know, you obviously have that awareness of, you know, the past and not making good choices and everything, but you're coming back to that and you're, you're practicing that there's an exercise there and allowing, you know, that whole process to, to kind of remedy itself. And now other people are able to see, you know, hear you talk about it and maybe that starts turning light bulbs on of different ways they can approach, you know, issues or process, you know, things that haven't gone right in their past either. So um, I think, and that's all the way up to that first question of, you know, constant improvement or the second question of just constant improvement. That whole practice right there is, is improving yourself. And, and that practice is, you know, taking a good look at everything and, you know, turning, labeling things with the regret or the gratitude, you know, mm. it's that whole, it's that whole practice of doing that in itself too. So um, I think, I think that's pretty, that's pretty cool. And you're definitely putting in the time and it shows. And I think uh, everybody around you benefits from that. So I personally thank you for, for your practice in that. I appreciate Cause it, it rolls off. I brother. I mean, you, you just want the word you just said, and it, it relates back to um, one, one of the topics, I forget what question it was, but you know, to how we talk to ourselves. Right. Uh, and we're, we're labeling, uh, you could label something as regret or you could label something as gratitude and it all leads to, uh, how, how we talk to ourselves because we could, we could tell ourselves a story. That story could be negative and that story could be positive. Right. And yep. it's, they're both right in our minds. They can be both right. It's all what we're telling ourselves and what, what we're manifesting in our mind that is creating this belief based upon an opinion, which very, very likely isn't true or will never happen. And that's what we're doing. We're, we're labeling, we're labeling a, a specific circumstance. There's a, there's a great quote, and I, I'm going to probably – I can't remember. Oh, it's from Jay Shetty. And he goes – I want to make sure I capture it correctly. Don't judge. Don't judge the moment, and that's kind of what that's you're nice. saying. 
we a circumstance happen or a situation happen or an event happens or an experience happens or a mistake happens or a failure happens and we label it. Yep. We la- we label it as the worst thing in the world or we label it whatever we're going to label it versus well you know what it, it's one of the things you guys you say all the time it could be worse man. It could yep. be worse. Exactly. You know? Could always be worse. Yeah. When we I think a lot of people, most people are so quick to label something. I mean, that's just a natural tendency. That's what happens is, you know, something happens and you put, you put a label on it. And then that, that issue or that situation now has a label and that kind of dictates um, how it from there. But, and that's where, when I was going just through, you know, with this question, I'd be trying to think back. It's like, well, that's, yeah, that. I kind of did regret that. And then, you know, that, that was, that was when everything flipped around. Like, no, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad that happened actually, because, you know, then the sliding, that comes back to the sliding door. So I, w- I went round and round just with regrets, just that, that as a topic or a question. Um, but the only, you know, of course, um, you know, nobody's, nobody's perfect, but just treating people better in the past. Yeah. Um, that, that that would be a label for me as well as as a regret um you know and i always wonder what you know people you, you always wonder what people are thinking of you <laughs> and you know i just wonder from times like how you know in the, in my past um areas where i've lived and who was around me you know if, how people perceived me um you know that you always wonder about that and there are regrets to the way you use your words and actions um, from the past, but what something that really stuck out looking at the, the present time um, with my own kids and my own wife, and even looking back into my upbringing and childhood and mainly into the, the teenage years, I do regret just family time. Mm. And um, right now I'd say, being more present during that family time is a regret that I'm having. Um, I'm letting work, work and projects and just, you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy, easy time right now when you have this age, 12 and eight year olds um, to keep everything going, keep the ship afloat and have that time to, to just shut everything down around you and, and hone in on the kids um, so that that is a, a present day, a more um, up to date regret, and then similar thing of just growing up, you know. And, and it's teenagers, you know. They you, you get to a certain age and you just want to cut loose. I'm seeing it with Tanner right now, and you've got teenagers, two teenage girls at home. So I think you're seeing it as well. Um, but looking back, of just the more quality time I could have had with immediate family and, and extended. I, I do regret just always having different priorities at that time and just trying to like be gone more than be around. Uh, Cause there was a lot of things I, I probably could have got um, if I, if I was just hanging around certain family members a little longer than, than I did. So that, that one is always, that one's always really bugged me too. But, um, you know, it's, uh, and, but I don't have any regrets of where I'm at now, where everything has put me and how close I am to my family 
right now. I, I, I'm pretty content and pretty happy with that. So it could <laughs> just throwing all the things out. It could always be worse, but it, it can it could be better. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, and there's, there's a lot of situations where I can look back on and even, even now that happened today, you know, um, where I, 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 I wish I could have been better or I wish I could have handled it better. Uh, but even, even when I say that, Brian, I, I still kind of pause for a second because if, if I was better in that situation, would I be, would I be becoming more aware of how bad I may have been in that situation? And would I have learned anything from it? So that's that's kind of my struggle, right? Uh, looking looking back on a screw up, and going, hey, well, if I just did X, Y, and Z, I could have been better in that situation. But then, would I have ever have learned any anything yeah. from that circumstance? So that's you know that, exactly. So it cancels out. You know that that's the cancel out. Right? That's tricky. It's tricky, man. It's you could uh, yeah. It's you go both ways, back and forth on on things when you, when you start looking at it like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a good, good brain activity. These are the, these are the things that you think about when you're driving a plow for 12 hours. Welcome y'all. Y'all welcome to my world right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving in circles and my brain's going in circles as well. So, and it dumps, it's exhausting. And it dumps <laughs> on the passenger. Yeah. You throw a snoring puppy in the, into that mix. Then yeah. Another cup of coffee, please. <laughs> all right, dude. I, we got, uh, we got, yeah, through, was, we got, through, that was good. We got through all of them and we're, we're only a little bit over, but uh, no, that was good. That was a fun one. I was really looking forward to that one. I'm glad you, uh, I, I glad you pulled this one out. Yeah, that one, that one. Uh, and you know what? I was thinking we should uh, drop some of these Q and A's every now and then, but just try to, we'll try to uh, put it out on the social media channels prior and people could uh, come in and comment for, on questions or, or uh, message us, you know, with questions and we just do them on air. Great. We could do, we could do you know, what we probably could do is we could do a Facebook live thing. Maybe, I don't know. Oh we, yeah. 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 I'm sure there's gotta be a way we could do it with you here. I think you can invite on um, on the lives. Okay, so that uh, yes. that could totally work. Yeah, you can. So maybe maybe we'll do that one night. That 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 actually is a really cool idea. Because yeah, I, I maybe hope, some uh, you know having you know because when we do this just for the audience, we 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 put some time and we invest in preparing. Uh, it might be some days might be longer than others but we kind of know what we're going to be talking about. But what I really like is I enjoy being put on that spot and have everything just be completely genuine and off the cuff. Uh, because I think that's when, yeah. I think, I think that's when it becomes real because you don't have any time to make shit up. So. Yep. Yep. No, that's as raw as it gets right there. And, you know, interaction with, with an audience too, that could be, that could be a good time. <laughs> We may regret what we wished for. Yeah, that well, there's only one way to find out, isn't there? <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> regrets. Maybe we'll be grateful for it. You never know. <laughs> oh, we will be grateful because I, I think it would. Be a, I think it would be a really fun time, but uh, maybe maybe some of those people that I really said mean things to will come out of the woodwork, and <laughs> then I'm really gonna have to get vulnerable. Right foot, left foot, man. <laughs> That's right, brother. That's right. Well, well I, I'm just having visions of the uh, the selfie faces, you know, and you're looking at the screen and squint, squinting like you had uh, on your face from Arizona over Thanksgiving. I, yeah. I, I think us trying to read the questions on, online there <laughs> with our uh, with the cameras, right? <laughs> that may be what it looks like, but it could be fun. <laughs> it's still yeah i think uh, we should probably we should probably see if we could pull uh, maybe uh maybe we might be able to pull that off next week next week okay yeah i was gonna i didn't know we didn't discuss uh upcoming holiday schedules but um yeah we could try we could try doing that that's up to you i'm uh i'm up to a bunch of nothing as long as it's not snowing so well, we'll, uh, we'll figure something out here. I'll, I'll be able to communicate while we're away. And if we could do a Facebook live session, I, I could just use the, obviously that'll work as long as the connection's good. We could do a live session. I think that would kind of be fun for the, for the Christmas, Christmas holiday. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's, yeah. Families in the background and. All right. Well, we'll work on that. So yeah, next week we will have uh, something, something different. We'll we'll marinate on that one for a couple of days. Yeah. No, I like I like that. So, well, cool. All right. Well, uh, let's just figure on doing next week then, and we'll uh, let the holidays roll in after that. All right, man. I'll be. Uh, I'll I'll connect with you. We leave on Tuesday, so I'll. Uh... If, if things are according to plan, we leave on Tuesday. So uh, I'll, I'll hit you up. We'll, we'll be in communication between now and then anyway. So Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. I like it. All right. Thanks, well, brother. Well, everybody Much love. Have a good evening, Mike. You have a good evening. Uh, give the girls a evening uh, goodnight kiss there, and we'll catch up with you the next week. We'll do. Same to you and the, uh, Cindy and the kids. Uh, love you, everybody. Thank you. All right. Much love. Later. Bye-bye.